Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and it's Saturday, October 29th. Tesla is starting to clear another 170 acres of forest at Gigafactory Berlin to prepare for a massive expansion of the EV factory. Gigafactory Berlin currently sits on about 300 hectares located in a large forested area, and the automaker had to clear out a large part of forest in order to create space for the construction. It was actually a controversial project for some conservationists who have fought the factory, and they have also subsequently fought the expansion. The first section cleared for the first phase of the factory consists of 90 hectares, and now Tesla is clearing another 70. The expansion is already attracting some attention from environmentalists who, again, have planned to voice their expressions of concern about the expansion. On the other hand, the company already employs 7,000 workers at the factory, but the number is expected to increase to 12,000 once it's at full scale. The Tesla Model Y took the top spot on the list of best-selling cars in Europe in September, and the electric SUV might stay there for a while. Reuters announced the accomplishment, which was based on new car registration data released by the London-based Jado Dynamics. The Model Y took this top spot away from the Peugeot 208, which came in second, and Renault's Dacia Sandero, which came in third. The electric SUV was able to take the top spot due to wider availability, thanks to Tesla ramping up production at Gigafactory Berlin. Tesla confirmed that the factory achieved a production rate of 2,000 Model Y vehicles a week by the end of September. It is expected that Tesla will keep the top spot in sales for some time. Tesla Powerwall was powering 44,000 homes in Puerto Rico during the latest island-wide grid outage from a hurricane. In 2017, Puerto Rico's power grid was actually badly destroyed, and at the time, Tesla had a somewhat recently launched energy division. Tesla focused its then-limited Powerwall production on supplying Puerto Rico with battery packs that have come in handy once again. During the recent hurricane, the island's power grid was still not ready to take on another strong hurricane and was shut down for days. Fortunately, 44,000 homes already had Tesla Powerwalls. Many of those battery systems are also connected to solar power, which enables the homeowners to operate off-grid. Outside of those homes, other power options did exist, as other companies had released their competition for the Tesla products. General Motors CEO Mary Barra spoke with analysts on Tuesday, saying that GM's EV models will be able to qualify for the full tax credit within two to three years. The Inflation Reduction Act, passed in August, provides up to $7,500 for new electric vehicle purchases. However, the EVs must adhere to specific battery mineral sourcing and component assembly requirements to qualify, particularly the U.S. battery manufacturing. Starting next year, at least 40% of the value of critical minerals used in EV batteries will need to be manufactured or assembled in the U.S. with its free trade partners or recycled here in North America. Each year after that, the requirement goes up by 10%. Also, at least half of the value of the battery components will need to be manufactured or assembled in North America. Now, on the earnings call on Tuesday, automotive and mobility analyst Colin Langan asked if the automaker's vehicles will qualify for the full tax credit. In response, CEO Barra stated, quote, Yes, we think out of the gate we're going to be eligible for the $3,750 
and will ramp up to have full qualification in the next two to three years, getting up to the $7,500. Now, GM is building four battery cell plants through its Ultium partnership with LG Energy. The first one in Ohio began production earlier this year as GM plans to roll more out even next year. The timeline for Ford electric vehicles to qualify for the tax credit is not all that clear, at least right now. During the company's third quarter earnings call, CEO Jim Farley spoke regarding whether the company's electric vehicles would qualify for the Inflation Reduction Act for the full $7,500 credit. Certain models of the Ford F-150 Lightning will qualify for more than others on account of the battery production. Farley also gave an update as to their manufacturing and production plans going into 2027. However, he didn't give a clear timeline for passenger vehicles. From a business standpoint, Farley did note that commercial EV credits are a very important part of their business and that Ford is well positioned to offer great commercial products since Tesla has no such offering and Rivian will be busy supplying their large Amazon order for some time. Electrek takes a road trip in the Ford F-150 Lightning from New York City to Detroit. The stops are anywhere from 100 to 150 miles apart, and each of them lasts 30 minutes of charging. Charging was just as fast as any other Tesla road trip experience, though the stations were off the highway and were more often than otherwise. The long and short of it is that a full-size pickup is really not the best experience when traveling alone, gas or electric, and without any toys in tow as a vacation motivation, it's hard to keep going in some ways. If the experience was in a Kia EV6 or a Tesla Model 3, the charging stops would have been half as long and it would have required half the energy. BP Pulse, the global oil leader's charging infrastructure unit, is teaming up with Hertz to build a network of EV fast chargers in high demand locations, such as airports. Having charging solutions makes total sense with Hertz quickly expanding their fleet of zero emission vehicles. It started with a 100,000 Tesla order, then 65,000 Polestars, and then 175,000 GM electric cars. All of that's going to take a lot of charging. The first planned site is a partnership with Hertz, located at a Los Angeles airport location, serving as a hub primarily for ride-hailing and taxi fleets. A $2 million grant from the California Energy Commission will partially fund the project, with BP Pulse in charge of installation and infrastructure management. In today's community comment found on YouTube, as recommended by Rob Clark, I went and took a look at the video on the channel Tesla Daily to find context on the recent news of Tesla's criminal probe launched by the Department of Justice. The host of the video, Rob Bauer, was referencing the time frame of the start of the probe, which was in the news story of being launched about one year ago. Myself, I was actually kind of worried that the news story had been reported two times, once a few months ago, and then just a few days ago. But such was not the case. The news story is recent, just a few days old as of right now. But Rob had poignantly noted that since the investigation itself was launched a year ago, and we're only hearing of it right now, he doesn't think a whole lot will come of it. I'm inclined to agree. Although government entities aren't known for moving fast, they can once they drop the hammer. Thanks for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.